0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest promises in 60 seconds you can change the darkest situation in your life, I mean, no matter how hopeless, to a miracle. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40
1: years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural!
0: Welcome, Holy Spirit, you're our most important guest. Thank you for making this show naturally supernatural. My guest, Christina Baker, was an atheist, wound up homeless, a drug addict, sent to jail for drug use and possession, If you knew her then, you would never think God could use her in such a major way. But today, on social media, she shares thousands of powerful 60-second prayers. Many are healed, suicides are averted, unbelievers are experiencing God for the first time in such a deep, profound way. Christina has 819,000 followers on her social media platform, 10 million likes. Let's roll in one of her 60-second prayers.
2: Hey, wait, let me pray with you. Father, in Jesus' Name, we lift you up today, and I thank you that every person will be utterly convinced of your greatness, of your holiness, and of your goodness in their life. Father I pray for this person's purpose and I thank you that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. God you will finish what you started and Lord I pray that you would fill them with faith fill them with courage, fill them with boldness and a holy resilience to fulfill the kingdom purpose that you have placed on their lives. Lord I thank you that you are demolishing the spirit of fear and I thank you for a spirit of repentance and hearts being turned back to the Father in this season. Lord I thank you for filling the earth with all of your glory and for the sea
0: of miracles. In Jesus' mighty Name, amen. Christina, I, all over the world, this is, this is happening to you. Did you ever, in your wildest imagination, ever think coming from the position you were in to what, how God is using did you ever think that was possible?
2: I never did, Sid. Actually, I never thought that I would see the age of 30. And Ephesians 1 and 4 tells us that God chose us before the foundations of the world, and He had a purpose and a plan and a destiny for all of us. So, through some trials and circumstances and some deep, deep valleys that I walked through, I was about to find out that the God of all creation was there for me and was watching me all of my life.
0: Well, you were raised in Bolivia. Your father was an atheist. Your mother, a non-practicing Catholic, um, you embraced atheism. At 14, you became an alcoholic. At 14, and hung out in bars?
2: Well, I followed in my father's footsteps. He was an atheist, and because of all the, the pain that I had as a child, I was abused, and different things that happened in my life. By the time I turned 14, we lived in Bolivia where they have no drinking age. So I was out at the bars partying all night. I was cutting myself. I felt dead inside. And that's one of the things that led to my self-harm was drinking and getting into the drugs. I was a lead singer of a punk band. It was an all-goth band. So we wore so you black black. Black on black on black spites, raccoon eyes. I was on a mission to express the death that I felt inside. I felt like I was dead in a coffin, Sid. So,
0: your mother didn't know what to do, so she ships you to your father, who is in uh, Hawaii, in the USA, um, and you fly to Hawaii, and you were met with a very big surprise.
2: Yes. They put me on a one-way ticket to Maui, Hawaii, where they believe my dad was. I hadn't seen him in 10 years, so they said, we're gonna send you to your dad, so I end up at the Kahului Airport in Maui, and I waited for about six hours. And my dad shows up to the airport. We recognize each other, but I was no longer Christina? the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed girl in a dress. I was now this goth girl with a duffel bag with my entire life in it, and a guitar on my back, and twenty dollars in my pocket. Go to
0: paradise kid.
2: And my dad recognizes me, and and by the way, she
0: had no idea that her father could have been wealthy. Uh, But it was the opposite. He lived in a tent on the beach. And for nine months, she went through a dark, dark period of her life living on the beach. You're 17, and they can't deal with you there, so you get shipped to Houston. And finally, there's a family that takes you in, uh, but they had a requirement. You had to go to church. How in the world could this atheist, goth, (laughs) Go
2: to church. Yes, that was my question, Sid. But I looked around the room when they said that that was their prerequisite, and I knew that if I didn't take this opportunity, I was going to be back on the streets, and all I wanted at that point was a warm bed. And so, I lived with this family for about three years, graduated high school, but I just couldn't seem to stay clean. And so, I got back into drugs, went back into that deep, dark, downward spiral, but this time... I got into some pretty heavy drugs, cocaine, speed, anything I could get my hands on to numb the pain. The pain was getting worse as the years, as I was getting older.
0: Christina, you're an atheist. You don't believe in the supernatural. And all of a sudden, you start seeing demons?
2: Yes. I remember the first time that it happened to me where I recognized that this was darkness and demons, I had done ecstasy all night one night, and I was, laying, I was laying in a bed coming off of the drugs, and then all of a sudden my body was paralyzed, and something opened up. It was like the sky opened up, and this dark figure with this long face was coming down like it was gonna choke me and kill me, and it says, I'm going to kill you. And no. somehow I shook out of this thing. It was an experience that marked me. I never had an experience with the supernatural, but that was the first time that this began to happen. And
0: and, and then there was almost a spiritual drawing to books about the occult, uh, about the New Age.
2: I would go through the libraries, and any time I would pass the witchcraft section, I could hear a voice calling my name. I just, it was like something was pulling me to the bookshelves. And calling, calling out for me to open these books.
0: And you, a drug dealer got you pregnant. Yes. Uh, how old are you at that point?
2: Yes, I was 19 years old.
0: Okay. This is amazing to me. The girlfriend of the drug dealer, when she wants an abortion, comes to her to talk to her.
2: I scheduled my abortion that afternoon, it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I get a pounding on the door. It was my drug dealer's girlfriend who had befriended me every time I would go over there to buy my drugs. She would sit there and talk to me. So there was a relationship there because I never would have gone to church or gone around people that knew God, Said, And hey, she comes in and she says, is he here, speaking of he my here? ex-boyfriend, yeah, and I said, he's in the back room. I'm Come on, let's bathroom. go into the bathroom. She's got two babies in tow. She's huge pregnant. She pulls out a bag with a file in it, and it's a file that says the state of Texas versus this doctor. And when I looked a little bit closer, I recognized the doctor's name. It was the doctor that I was going to see to have my abortion. A 15-year-old had died on the table, and the family was suing the doctor for malpractice. And at that moment, I collapsed. It was just I realized that there was some sort of special moment going on here. And she said, I know you don't believe in God, but my God will provide for this baby. I'm asking you, please do not kill this child. I looked at her and I said, Deandra, I can't keep this baby. Listen to me. God will provide. I'm begging you, please do not kill this baby.
0: And, and you know, the world would say uh, this woman couldn't believe in Jesus, couldn't believe in God. She's a girlfriend of a drug dealer. But I'll tell you what, she did, and she was a witness of the only one that could have witnessed to Christina. And what happened?
2: I decided to keep this baby. This baby boy came into my life like a wrecking ball, and I named him Evan which many years later said, after I'd given my life to the Lord, I found out that his name means God has shown grace. God has shown favor.
0: Then her life got much worse. Christina, you have a need for drugs. You get some drugs and you're driving your car and you're pulled over by a police officer.
2: Yes, I got pulled over. I had a significant amount of drugs in the car, Said drug paraphernalia. I had a purse full of pills and all kinds of things. And I get pulled over for no registration and no inspection sticker. And I'm, you know, there's a lot of smoke in the car. I roll down the window. And the officer says, ma'am, license and registration. There's a trick, just a whole thing of smoke coming out of the car. The officer's, you know, coughing. You know, he needs... He obviously knows what's going on in this situation. So, I get out of the vehicle. Ma'am, put your hands behind your back. You're why are you under arrest. Taking you to jail? And I was pretty belligerent in those times, Sid. I mean, Don't I was me you know, yelling the whole way to the cop car. He puts me in the back of the police car. I'm handcuffed. And that was when I prayed my first prayer. And my first prayer was, God, if, if you're real, why are you doing this to me? And that opened up, I believe, a conversation that God had been waiting for all of my life.
0: To complicate your life, as if you needed that, you're arrested for drugs, three weeks in jail, back at work, and a man by the name of Hillroy gives you a prophetic word.
2: Well, I didn't know what a prophetic word was, Sid, but I'm sitting at my cubicle, I'm staring at the screen, and I'm beginning to contemplate suicide, and I get a tap on the shoulder from the Christian I'm guy still. at work, I have a word from and you. he says to me, I have a word we from the Lord for in you, the Christina, 12 in the break and I room. thought, a word from the Lord, the but I knew okay. my, was my last All resort. Right. So, I show up at this prayer meeting on the third floor of the break room, and before I even get to the door, Sid, I could hear the humming of the people praying inside. It was like a song and I walk in through the door, and there were these people pacing the floor, praying unlike anything I had heard before. I had seen Catholic, you know, people pray rosaries and things like that, but I had never heard people pray like this before. And I had this thought, if there is a God, these people have come face to face with Him. And so, I stand in front of, in the middle of all these people. They start laying hands on me. They're praying. To me at the time, it was these strange languages. It was a little scaring me a little bit too. And Hilroy comes up to me and reads to me out of the book of Jeremiah and he says, This is a matter is a of, life or, of death. life or death. And I knew in my heart at that moment, said that what this man was speaking truth. And at that moment, I had this vision in my spirit that I was dying in a car accident. And I knew that this was the last straw, this was the end. And so, he says to me, would you like like to to accept Jesus Jesus into your heart? And I I lifted my hands and I was just in my mind. I said, Jesus, if you're real, come into my heart and change me, save me. And so, he he leads me in a prayer and all of a sudden, it was like this warm oil from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. I'm starting to shake. People are laying hands on me and the boulders that I had been carrying around for 20 plus years of my life were all of a sudden lifted. Sid, when when the Lord says that we are born again, we truly come through the birth canal again in the Spirit. I saw more light in my life that I had never seen before. The sky was bluer, the colors were brighter, and I was immediately, I went from the crazy, druggy club girl to running around the office at this university, Telling everybody, high five for Jesus. I just didn't know what to say. I, I'd never been in church, and everybody had to respond. They were like, they'd raise their hand. I guess high five for Jesus. What's going on here? And I was on fire. I was like a burning flame, running around this office, offering salvation to the entire company.
0: Three days later, you have a dream. Tell me about that dream.
2: Yes. So I was. I was I, I was going through some withdrawals from the drugs. I was trying to get off of the drugs and I got pulled into what I now know is the throne room. But I could see the feet of the Lord and it was a throne that had no end. There was no end left to right. And then all of a sudden, I started falling. No. And I saw fire all under no. me and around me. And when I woke no. up from this vision, this dream, this encounter, it was like the, the addiction was just pulled out of me. I went from, I couldn't, I couldn't go a day without doing drugs to, in a moment, being totally set free. The fear of the Lord took over me. It was, that,
0: that doesn't sound physiologically possible. In a split second.
2: Well, in one moment, God took all of the years of pain and abuse and everything that I had walked through, Sid, in one moment, where all He needed was a surrendered heart. He didn't need me to be all fixed up, cleaned up. He just needed my heart to say yes to Him, a moment of surrender. And in that moment, God took everything that I thought would never leave my life. He took that and healed me, and He delivered me. And I just feel that for those that are, that are watching this right now, you have kids, you have people that you love, or maybe it's you. Maybe you have an addiction. Maybe there's a hidden sin. Maybe there's something in your life that plagues you in the midnight hour. You want to get rid of it, but you just can't. I want to encourage you today that the God of the impossible can remove and heal you and deliver you right now. So, just open your hands right now where, right where you are and receive the deliverance of Jesus Christ. And I believe that right now the anointing of the Lord is going to come right through your screen and He's going to touch you and light your heart on fire. So, Father, I pray right now for deliverance to go through this screen. God, we pray right now that Your Spirit would touch every heart, every mind. Father, for those that have been plagued by addiction, Father, children that are walking in darkness and addiction, we call on Your Father fire right now, and we ask you to release healing and deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: I tell you this. There are people that are set free, but there are people that do not know the Messiah for themselves. There are people that have never had experiential knowledge of God, and this is your moment. Lead us in a short prayer. I'll repeat it after you to know the Messiah.
2: Yes. Yes. So right now, right where you are, just put your hand on your heart or open your hands, whatever you feel most comfortable with, and say this prayer. Jesus, I am a sinner.
0: Jesus, I am a sinner.
2: I thank you for the cross.
0: I thank you for the cross.
2: I thank you for your blood.
0: I THANK YOU FOR YOUR BLOOD. AND TODAY I
2: ASK YOU TO COME INTO MY HEART.
0: AND TODAY I ASK YOU TO COME INTO MY HEART. Save ME, LORD. Save ME, LORD. BE
2: MY MESSIAH.
0: BE MY MESSIAH.
2: JESUS, I THANK YOU FOR DELIVERING ME.
0: JESUS, I THANK YOU FOR DELIVERING ME.
2: AND I ASK YOU TO BE THE LORD OF MY LIFE.
0: AND I ASK YOU TO BE THE LORD OF MY LIFE.
2: IN JESUS' NAME WE PRAY, AMEN. IN
0: JESUS' NAME I PRAY, AMEN. Christina, you're on fire for God, you're walking in miracles, but you're facing trial for possession of drugs, and you tell your attorney uh, you want to have a talk with the DA. What did you want to talk to him about, and what did your attorney advise you?
2: I didn't know what I wanted to say. I heard the voice of the Lord for the first time in my life that morning, Said, and I heard him say, go talk to the DA. So I didn't know what I was gonna say until we walked out of the courtroom with him and he said, so what's up? what's up? Look, I'm not the person that was in that car the night I got arrested.
1: Everybody makes mistakes sometimes. You have a great day.
2: That was it, he says, we're going inside. I mean, at that moment I assumed that I was toast because my attorney looked at me and said, you're toast. What do you mean? Christina, I mean, you're probably going to jail. That prosecutor don't play. And so we walk inside the courtroom, and it was at that moment, Sid, where I had the total surrender. That surrender came when I, was, I realized I did, the, I did the crime, I should do the time. And I accepted, and that the only thing that I asked the Lord for was to take care of my son. And so in that moment, I told him, Lord, I'll preach in jail. I'll tell people about what you've done for me and your goodness. Just take care of my baby. And so what felt like 15 hours was like 15 minutes. I see my attorney walking towards me, he's pale. He holds up a yellow piece of paper that changes the course of my life. And it says, order of dismissal. What does this mean? You're free. And he says, Christina, you're free to go.
0: You must tell us what happened when you walked out of the courtroom. What did you do?
2: I ran out of the courtroom, Sid. (laughs) I ran. I didn't want them to change their mind because I knew what I was looking (laughs) at. And I fell on my knees. And, you know, sometimes you just have to watch others Others love God to learn how to love Him yourself. And that was me. I watched all these people screaming, Glory, Hallelujah. And I fell on my knees and did the same thing that day, but it came from the bottom of my heart because I, what I deserved, I didn't receive. And that's the cross for us. We didn't get what we deserve, which is an eternity in hell. But because of His blood, we get to spend an eternity with the Father because of our Messiah, Jesus. And I had a collision with the cross at that moment said, I knew for the rest of my days that I would live to make this God that apparently had been there all of my life. I wanted to know what made him glad, sad, mad, happy, everything. I wanted to know everything about him. And it was like my woman at the well moment, go and sin no more. And I came out of that place on a mission that others would encounter what I encountered in that break room that they would experience the love, the power, the mercy, and the grace of God that I encountered that day, Sid.
0: Christina experienced miracle after miracle after miracle, but what she was about to face was the most difficult trial of her life. Everything is going up coming up roses for you, and then the doctors find a four inch cancerous malignant tumor in your brain yeah,
2: Yeah, said we received the news a born again believer on fire for God, and when I received this news, all my whole world came crashing down, but I had to have surgery. I find my dad there waiting my dad number one person persecuting me when I became a Christian, did not want to hear anything about my newfound faith or Jesus. And he I says, need I need to talk to you, to you before you go, go up to the operating hour. room and he's shaking. And he says, last night, last night in my room, I told, I told God, that if, God this, that if he brought you through this, him. I will serve him. And I gave, so my, life night, I gave my life to Jesus that night. my
1: life to Jesus.
2: What? So here I am. I'm going to have brain surgery, and God gives me the gift of knowing this before I go under, knowing that my go- dad gave his life to the Lord the night before.
0: What could happen in this surgery? I would think you could die. You could be speechless. You could be yeah. paralyzed. Yeah. What, what were the repercussions? Well,
2: brain surgery, as you know, is a, you know, it's a very invasive, very invasive procedure. But one of the things my neurosurgeon said was, my speech would probably be most affected you know, slurring, impediment, that sort of thing, but I just wanted to live so you can live
0: with it. And by the way, you see what she does with these one-minute specials she's doing all over the world. So what do you think the devil would want to attack her speech? Go ahead.
2: Well, Sid, I came out of that surgery. It actually took half the time to remove the tumor. I came out, it got all of the tumor, and my mom took me in for 10 days as she was just taking care of me and about two weeks in, very similar what happened with my dad Father, and what she saw and how God brought me through, through that brain surgery. surgery, all by herself, she I gave her life to Jesus. the Lord. And she's been on fire for the Lord ever since.
0: Christina marries her boyfriend. She has got a wonderful husband, a wonderful son, a wonderful God. Stop. One minute prayer right now to end. All right.
2: So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you that you are the God of breakthrough. And Lord, right now, I pray that you would fill every single person on the other side of the screen with your hope, with your spirit. And I just pray right now, Father, for a baptism of fire from the top of their head to the tips of their toes. Lord, I pray that you would burn away everything that is not of you. God, all of the addictions, all of the pain, all of the shame, all of the guilt, all of the darkness. We just decree and prophesy over you right now that the warfare you've been experiencing is unto breakthrough. So I thank you for the harvest. And I pray right now, God, that this person would believe you for every single thing that you have spoken over their their lives. And I thank you for healing, moving in and through their body right now. God, touch them, baptize them. God, fill them and pour into them with the power of your love. We thank you, Jesus. Jesus, in Your mighty name, we pray. Amen.
0: Whoa! <laughs> we got it all. Right.
1: Call now to gain access to Christina Baker's exclusive online interactive prayer website, where you'll receive access to over 162nd anointed supernatural prayers on every subject from A to Z. Receive your healing and deliverance in the areas of anxiety, depression, demonic oppression, cancer and more. Experience supernatural breakthroughs of peace in the storm, unshakable faith, divine provision and so much more. Whatever it is that you're facing, God is ready to touch you and give you the faith that you need to keep moving forward. The website includes over 100 specific life-changing 60-second prayers. You'll also receive Christina's brand new powerful life-changing book, Hope in 60 Seconds, Encountering the God of the Impossible. As you read this book, you will discover how God can reach you in the darkest moments of your life. Christina includes 20 powerful prayers to ignite faith in your own life and for the lives of the people that you love. Plus, you'll receive Christina's exclusive two-part audio CD series, How to Obtain Your Miracle in Just 60 Seconds.
2: I never thought in a million years that, A, God could use a drug-addicted, lost goth girl, but the Lord took that step of faith and turned it into a glorious manifestation of His power to impart hope into the lives of people that needed to know that that God was out there and God saw them.
0: Sixty seconds, one minute with God, can change your situation, no matter how hopeless. I mean your destiny forever. The glory on her testimony, it's a difference maker. It's not a drip. But it's a
1: bucket. Call now to gain access to Christina Baker's exclusive online interactive prayer website, where you'll receive access to over 160-second anointed supernatural prayers to help you receive your miracle and supernatural breakthrough on every subject from A to Z. God is ready to touch you and give you the faith that you need to keep moving forward. The website includes over 100 specific life-changing 60-second prayers. This is an exclusive offer for our Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of thirty nine dollars. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9825. You can't get this anywhere else.
2: So, Father, I just thank you for this person on the other side of the screen. Lord, I thank you for meeting them right where they are. Lord, we pray right now that you would cover them in your presence, that they would have full blown encounters with you as they hear the words of your voice, God. Jesus, we thank you for covering them today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
1: Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9825 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today.
0: The Supernatural knows no bounds. And now there are no limits to equipping you to receive your Supernatural breakthrough anytime, any place. ISN, the It's Supernatural online network, offers live streaming of programs 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, right on your mobile devices or smart TVs.
2: I love that
1: I can watch my favorite shows anytime I want.
0: Download the free ISN app today.